this time of the year, there are a few guidelines all ghosts and goblins should follow. Always stay on sidewalks. Never go to a stranger's house. And never go out alone. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Silver Scream Video. My name is Jacob. I'm here with my co-host, Jonathan. What's up, John? Not much, Jacob. One of these episodes during October, I'm hoping you're just going to say Silver Scream Video and then just scream so loud that it just frightens everyone. Um, yeah, I was thinking that. I was thinking that we should have like some kind of a scream sound effect or something, or one of us should just let loose just like this blood curdling, you know, wail in order to start off our uh, our special Halloween content. You know, yes, because I can tell you what podcast listeners love the most is their ears being uh, destroyed by a sound they weren't <laughs> expecting. <laughs> hey, so today, that's true. That is true. Um, today. We are talking about something that I think we both love. Um, this this is going to be... Oh, I get to say it this time. This is going to be a laid-back episode, folks. More of a Silver Scream video after dark. Yeah, a little bit, bit more laid-back, a little bit more, you know, not, not one of our more serious, you know, episodes. Just kind of chilling out, shooting the shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, and it's Halloween, and this this is what we want to do this month, guys. And this is a this is a movie that we we had mentioned we mentioned in the last episode, uh, just giving you guys a teaser about the fact that we just think this is the ultimate Halloween movie. And before we kind of uh, reveal it, let's talk about Halloween for a for a quick minute. Um, we both have expressed how much we love Halloween, how much we love talking about scary movies. Um, why do you love Halloween? Like, do you just, uh, you've talked about, you love seasonal films. Like you love to be able to watch a movie that is seasonally based, but like, is there something about Halloween in spe like specific, or do you feel the same way about Christmas when it comes to Christmas movies? Well, I'll tell you what, I, yeah, I, I kind of do feel the same when it comes to Christmas movies, but there's something unique about Halloween that, and I, I can't really pinpoint it to any movie, right? But there is just a, there's just a vibe, right? I, I think of like the movie, like uh, there's a Disney Channel movie called Halloween Town that came out when I was a kid and, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas and, um, you know, with the Halloween shit in there and, uh, um, you know, all, all these various movies, including like Halloween and stuff we've just watched on our previous uh, uh, sequels episode. But there was just this vibe from like movies, Halloween movies in the 80s and 90s that was just like, you know, suburbia and like kids trick or treating and like, you know, um, kind of these like kind of bland Spielbergian suburban neighborhoods, you know, and there was just this vibe that um, I don't know. Yeah, I can't pinpoint it to one movie. It was just it was in a thousand movies, you know, Um uh, throughout the, the last 20 years of the of the 20th century. And, um, you know, I don't know, man. It's, there's just something so powerful, so nostalgic, and so cozy about that. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, I, I would say that's about it, man. I mean, you know, it, obviously it involves 
Uh, oh, and I think a lot of it has to do with my upbringing specifically. And I know you were brought up in a similar way, you know, hardcore conservative Christian households where like Halloween was like evil, you know? So really the only way that you got to, that I, uh, personally got to experience Halloween was just vicariously through, you know, movies and TV shows and stuff. And, uh, so yeah, it, it always really kind of felt home or felt, uh, it hit home for me a little bit, a little bit deeper because of that. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just, it's just, I, well, that I feel like exists in movies of a certain time period. And, uh, I don't know. It has a strong pull to this day, you know? Well, you know, I think, we could even take it back to a previous episode. Guys, if you haven't listened to our uh, our Kate Raft episode where we interviewed Kate Raft, it was our first guest. We talk about this a little bit because she had Scream in her top five movies. And we talked about, she talked about a little bit about liking to be scared. Like she wants to watch a scary movie and she wants it to like frighten her. And like we talked about that for a bit. And I don't necessarily like like to be scared. Not that very many scary movies exist that can do that much these days. But I like the overall feeling. Like I remember being a kid. And I was so pumped when Halloween would come around because like you said about TV shows, all the TV shows you watched are doing special Halloween episodes. So you've got like all the shows I watched growing up, Boy Meets World, Home Improvement, you know, Hey Arnold, like all these movies that I remember having the best Halloween episodes. Like that was the whole reason it was, it was awesome. But then you would have TNT and TBS back when cable mattered just playing nothing but scary movies all month. Hocus Pocus, shit like that. Yeah, Hocus Pocus is another staple that I feel like has is almost more beloved now because like they're talking about doing a sequel and it's all like right now it's at a theater here in town like and uh it's a big one on Disney Plus. I mean, it's it's a movie that is not only maintained its like hold on Halloween, but I think it's actually just getting more popular, which is crazy. Right. And um I don't know. It's just really hard to explain, but there's something about the entire season of Halloween. Things start cooling off unless you're in Florida where it's 85 degrees <laughs> and um, and everything just feels different. And and I like Christmas, but I mean, there's just something like there's there's something about watching a scary movie during the Halloween season. That's just so much better than watching like a Christmas story for the thousandth time on on Christmas Eve, if that makes sense. Right. And I I will say, I think like horror movies, it's almost like, you know, for me personally, like I, you know, horror movies and scary movies are obviously fun. You know what I mean? But if a movie is, I I would almost rather watch something that is set during Halloween than I would just a scary movie. You know, if that makes sense. Like, I mean, I like, I, you know, for a future episode that we're about to do, I just watched, you know, Insidious and The Conjuring and Saw and stuff like that. And like, I like that feeling. I like that, you know, scary movie vibe, you know, that can be a lot of fun. But for me, uh, if something is set during Halloween, that just, that sends it through the roof for me. You know, that's, that's what I want to see. I'm glad you mentioned those TV shows because that's true. A lot of that content came from, you know, Boy Meets World, Home Improvement, Family Matters, where like, you know, when you watch the show, everything is decked out for Halloween People are wearing costumes, they're going to school, they're going trick-or-treating, you know, and it just, uh, I don't know, man, there's something so cozy about it and and so, so. I mean, even, even like, you know, you get older and like driving around a neighborhood 
a suburban neighborhood and seeing Halloween decorations or even I remember getting this feeling one time going into like a Target and just seeing all the Halloween shit up, you know, and being like, oh, fuck, yeah, man, this is this is this is cool, you know? Um, yeah, it, it, it's. Yeah, I mean, oh, you can go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I just I don't feel like we have very many like we don't have very many cultural celebrations that everybody kind of gets in on in America. You know, everybody has their own personal things, you know, religions or, uh, you know, customs or whatever, but like full scale, like, and a lot of that has to do with like bullshit consumerism, whatever. I get that. But like kind of large scale celebrations that kind of everybody gets in on, you know, most of the time, I mean, it's really limited to like Halloween Thanksgiving to a, you know, to a lesser extent and then, uh, Christmas. And so it's like, it's like you, when, when that time of year comes up, you're like, man, I just want to, I just want to soak it all in because this, this, this is fun. This is a, like a big celebration that kind of everybody is in on and everybody's having fun, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. And, and, and there's just something that there's something that makes Halloween when it comes to like the seasonal celebrating, like bringing it together, that just sets it apart from the other stuff that we talk, even if you're not talking about like a religious theme, like a, like a Thanksgiving or something or a July 4th, July the 4th. I think Halloween just wins out for many reasons, but going back to something else you said that I really liked is our horror movies set in Halloween. And that's kind of, that's kind of where we're going with this film that, that we both think is the ultimate Halloween movie, because imagine like Michael Myers and the original Halloween. And we talk in depth about that in our John Carpenter episode. You guys can go check that out if you haven't from two weeks ago. We talk a little bit about uh, just the Halloween series and we talked about Halloween 3 in our horror sequels episode. But imagine Michael Myers walking around, stalking the streets at night through this neighborhood with no kids with masks walking around and no pumpkins and no jack-o'-lanterns and no like wind with the leaves and stuff. There is something that makes that so special. So while I do enjoy those scary movies, like, you know, all the ones you named um, that's for a future episode and just dozens of other scary movies that I genuinely love. There is something about a movie that is set in Halloween with jack-o'-lanterns and with the, the kids in costumes and stuff like that, because it feels so seasonally charged. Right. Like it just makes everything better. And, um, yeah. Do you want to unveil the movie? Um, yeah. Oh no, I was <laughs> just briefly, I was going to, maybe this will take the steam out of your whole thing, but I was just going to say like, this is like a Christmas movie. Like, you know, people talk about Christmas movies and kind of along the same lines and it's like i don't just want to watch a christmas movie you know what i mean like i don't just want to watch it's a wonderful life or like uh you know um uh christmas story or whatever like i i want to watch something that gives me that feeling of like wow christmas is fun like i would rather watch like the santa claus or something you know like or, or jingle all the way i think jingle all the way is one of the best christmas movies ever like I would rather watch something like that than one of the Christmas classics, not because like it's uh, it's better. It's definitely not. But because it's more Christmassy, you know what I mean? There's more Christmas shit in there. And I think that's a that's roughly kind of like a, the same analog as like, well, scary movies are, are good and fine and fun. But I, I want to watch something that is I want to watch something that has a bunch of pumpkins in it and that, that has a bunch of trick-or-treating and something that feels like Halloween. And so, yeah, that, that brings us to um, the movie we're discussing this week. Well, hold on. Oh, wait, sorry. 
hold on before you unveil before you unveil the movie i've got a question since you brought up christmas so much i'm going to spring this question on you you got to tell me and the listeners what your thoughts are real quick is nightmare before christmas a christmas movie or a halloween movie god damn that's tough man you know I, i i think nightmare before christmas here's my take on that nightmare before christmas is so christmassy but it's also so halloween focused that i feel like there's only one time to watch it or or, or not not only one time to watch it i feel like there's like a perfect time to watch it which is in that transition period between halloween and uh and the christmas season that kind of really let's be honest begins like november 1st you know uh these days and it's so unique it's so it's 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 like uh you know, it's like it's like a movie that's not about Halloween or Christmas. It's like about the transition period. It's I feel like that's kind of what makes it so essential. It's that like, what are your favorite parts about Nightmare Before Christmas? You think of all the like Tim Burton, Halloween, creepy, crawly shit like, OK, but then you also think of Jack Skellington wearing that fucking Santa costume. And it's like this rules. I would say it's more Halloween than Christmas, but I do think it's like the only movie ever made about that weird transition period between the two. I think that's a good answer. Um, at first, I thought you were trying to skate by without committing, but I liked where you ended up. So yeah, it's kind of it's kind of listeners. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. Like because you have you have like your main character is Jack, and then you also have like a horror movie type of villain. But in that same movie, you have Santa and kids celebrating Christmas, but it switches back to Halloween town with all the creepy Tim Burton stuff, like you said. So, I mean, I really do think it strikes the perfect balance. Like if anything, I think we should end the debate and just call it like a Thanksgiving movie. There you go. And, <laughs> uh, <a> take. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's just do that. Cause I liked, I liked your take with splitting it. Um, and, and like the, the weird season in between Halloween and Christmas, because I mean, I know some people like decorate for Thanksgiving, but come on, you can't decorate. What are you going to hang turkeys all over your yard? (laughs) So, I mean, um, but listeners, let us know what you think. Do you agree with our take? Do you agree with, with this kind of both? Like, do you think it's more of like, yeah, let's watch it on the Thanksgiving season. Um, let us know. Cause that is a debate that has raged on for years about whether or not that's a Christmas or or Halloween. movie. I, I think it's mostly a Halloween movie, but I tell you the thing that really, that really puts it in the the Christmas category is not just the Christmas content. Like obviously there's, you know, there's some Christmas content, but the thing that makes it feel really cozy, like Christmas wise is the fact that Jack Skellington is so fucking excited when he discovers Christmas. You know what I mean? Like the fact that he's like, you know, that song, what's this where he's just like, like, Oh yeah. He's just like blown away by how cool Christmas is. And like, I would say it's like mostly a Halloween movie until that happens. When that happens, it's like, well, this is just a celebration of all things Christmas, you know? So yeah, it's one of those weird movies that is just does both. It's great. Yeah, no. And, and I, and I do think it's great. I think it's, uh, it's just, yeah, it, it still holds up. It's a beautiful movie. Everything about it works. And, uh, and yeah, so I thought I'd spring that on you. Uh, by the way, that was not the movie, guys. What if we just end it right here? Yeah. Well, that was it. Uh, not Merry for Christmas. Uh, 
So uh, do let's do the honors to the listeners and the podcast and tell us what the ultimate Halloween movie is before we jump into it. Ultimate Halloween movie is from Jesus. I don't even know what year it came out, like 2007. 2007. Well, it was. Yeah. 2007. I think it hit VOD in 2009. It sat on the shelf for a couple of years. Okay. 2007, a horror anthology Halloween extravaganza uh, called Trick or Treat. Just an R, no, no or trick or treat. Um, now, some of you may be wondering, what the hell? I don't know this movie. And some of you are out there going, yes, I love this movie. No one ever talks about it because I feel like it straddles the line between it's a, it's a classic cult favorite in the sense that most people don't know about it, but the people who do know about it feel very strongly about it. Um, and that, that that's and I, I will yeah, and I will say this. There's a third group of people that you didn't mention, and those are the people that think this isn't a great Halloween movie, and it's kind of shitty and overrated. Those are the people that I would put my costume on and fight in the streets about this movie. And if you're one of so, those people, if you're, I'm just letting, if you're sitting out there and you go, yeah, I've seen Trigger Tree. I don't see what the big deal is. Immediately, immediately unsubscribe to our podcast. Immediately, but not before. Well, let's, let's not be too hasty. <laughs> Well, even if you leave a five-star review, tell everybody that you you quit the podcast and all that, but just keep listening so you can download yeah, the episodes. Yeah, keep downloading um, the episodes, but don't so, listen to them. Download, but don't listen. Yeah, that, that's You're it. not allowed. So, uh, I'm sorry. You're, you're not allowed at the silver screen video. We're, we're barring you from membership. Yeah, because honestly, dude, like, how can you hate this movie? Now, I will admit I'm a bit biased because I love anthology. I'm a big fan of Creepshow. Um, it's one of my favorite horror movies as well. I don't think it's one of the greatest horror movies, but I, it's one of my personal favorites. And um, and I, I even hate, I even like the sequel, I should say, that a lot of people hate. I just like anthology. I, I love the idea of these of these stories. I even watch like bad VOD anthology films because I love the idea of these horror stories. Even if you don't wrap it up all together the way this movie does beautifully, um, it's still something to, there's just something about anthologies. So um, I honestly don't know how you couldn't like this movie. I know there are some people out there. I've read a lot about this movie where it's a bit overrated. It's a bit underwhelming, but to me it captures the season. It captures the essence. It, it covers so much. And also it's just, it's beautiful. It is at what studio would ever think this movie doesn't belong in movie theaters. Right. Like it is a gorgeous perfect ambiance everything about it i mean wh when's the first time you actually watched the movie the first time i watched the movie was back in um back when it was first released on vod and i guess 2009 because i um we it's funny we were actually talking about this before before we started recording the website slash film uh, kept talking about it because i guess it premiered at um some austin-based film festival and people were talking about it like, holy shit, this movie fucking owns. Like, let's, you know, please, someone release it theatrically. And just no one released it theatrically. And then eventually it just came on, like, video on demand. Or, or they released on DVD, I guess, back then. Would, would have been the, it was like direct-to-DVD, I guess. And so, yeah, I, when, it, when it came out, I immediately um, got it and saw it. Because I'd been reading about it on Slash Film from people who had seen it at, in this Austin Film Festival. 
Um, and I saw it, uh, I think the first time I saw it may have actually been on Halloween night even. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was in the Halloween season, uh, probably that year, 2009. So that was the first time I saw it, and I was instantly, um, I instantly loved it. It's it's so fucking good. Yeah. When was the first time you watched it? That, that I'm assuming around the same time, probably. Yeah. So my first time seeing this movie was the year, like the, like the day it came out. I think like I saw the trailer for it, and when I at Slash Film, of course, you know that that was a website. I don't know if you remember this. You introduced me to that website. Um, oh, really. Uh, yeah, when we, when we worked together and I've, I've went to that website ever since for trailers and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I love the picture of it because he's got the main character that ties everything together, which is Sam. And, uh, I know there's tons of different ways to say, I, I guess people say it differently, Sam Hain, but it's actually Sawin, but his name is Sam and he's kind of, the, the the little dude who takes you through. And it's actually based on a short from Michael Doherty. Uh, that's an animated short called Seasons Greetings. And it's really good. It's on YouTube if anybody wants to check it out. And uh, anyway, so I saw I saw the short that would that, that that he wanted to use for the movie. And then I saw the trailer for the movie. And and like I said, I was flabbergasted that that when you look at some of the garbage that comes out in theaters, not just now, but back in 2007, and you're thinking, how could you not put this like this? This would have been the Halloween franchise. Like you can almost make the guarantee that if this would have came out, it would have been the new Halloween franchise in terms of putting one out every couple of years. It'd be a big event. You could always have different things happening and always bring Sam back. In my opinion, it's a no brainer, but I guess they didn't see it that way. So I watched it and it it blew me away and to this day, I watch it every Halloween. Like sometimes I watch it more than once in the year, but it's just the most fun to watch on Halloween. Um, yeah. There's just something about it. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe why this movie works the way it does. Yeah, it's um, and it's crazy. The kid's name is I knew it was Sam, obviously, but I didn't know it was Sam Hain uh, because that's the uh, that's what Michael Myers uh, scribbles on the wall in Halloween, too. Yeah, which we just did for um, our sequel episode. Which I guess, what is that? Like some kind of like ancient like pagan festival or some shit? Like doesn't it have something to do with? Yeah, it's like a Celtic thing, and and it comes from like yeah the pagan rituals and and um, like a festival and and basically Sam. And don't get me wrong, listeners, if you guys know more about it, I I am not by any means like a Halloween historian, but he wanted to use Sam as like the physical embodiment of the Halloween season. Right. Yeah. It's, um, and I, I will say related to what you were talking about earlier, you know, the anthology film, you know, for me, the anthology film giveth and taketh away, you know, it's like everything that is cool about an anthology film is also everything that is bad about it because like, um, you know, it's cool watching like a series of shorts, you know, in an anthology film or, or, or a series of, you know, shorts of varying length, you know, sections or whatever. And it's cool to just be like, oh, this is like new to it's like it's like eating candy or something. It's like having a new thing every you know 20 minutes or so. But I also think it limits you because like after you uh, this is my own personal feelings about it. After you watch like an anthology film, it doesn't really feel like you've watched a movie. You know, it's, it's not a full meal. It's not that same 
not that same uh, sense that you get when you've watched a, you know, a complete movie that you can, you know, digest. And I think trick or treat completely subverts all that by having, uh, by having it all tied together. These are different stories, but they all are tied together and kind of interwoven. And it's, it's, uh, we should say, what is there? Four main stories. Yeah. Yes, there's four main stories, and they're kind of told out of order, but they're all interwoven, and they all have to do with this little adorable character named Sam, and he is just a little trick-or-treater with like a burlap sack over his head, and he he looks like a cute little kid, and he's like the spirit of Halloween who is basically making sure that the customs of Halloween are being adhered to basically. And um, he, (laughs) he meets out a just punishment on people who don't follow the rules in Halloween. Um, And it's, he kind of ties all the stories together and it, it just really fucking works, man, because I feel like each one of the stories has uh, elements of what makes you know, Halloween and scary movies kind of interesting because I mean, you've got a guy trying to bury a dead body, you know, and kind of comedically being interrupted, you know, that's, that's really funny. And then you have, you know, you have the, um, the murdered children, zombies, you know, there's, there's that element of it. And then you have vampires, you have werewolves, you kind of have like a, a sexual element to it, you know, that's, that's so present in a lot of uh, horror movies um, you have a big town like Halloween festival and you also have, um, you know, footage of people trick or treating with like Halloween decorations. And uh, I mean, there's even a little section about Halloween decorations at the very beginning and there's all kinds of pumpkins and shit. I mean, this thing is filled to the fucking brim with pumpkins. You've never seen so many pumpkins and jack-o'-lanterns in your life. I don't know, man. It's just it, 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 it's that anthology film where you get a little bit of all these different things, but at the end, it's still satisfying because Sam is the character that just ties it all together. It's like throwing all of the fun things about Halloween and horror movies in one big pot, and it all it all works. Like it's just I don't know. I I love this movie so much, man. Uh, yeah, I I second everything you said. I mean that. The stories, the way, like, no spoilers, like, because uh, because if you haven't seen this movie, you know, we're releasing this pretty early in October. You owe it to yourself to watch it. I believe it's on Prime um, and I think it's even streaming for free a couple of places. Um, you owe it to yourself to watch it because this really is something that embodies Halloween. Like, like you said, with with the pumpkins, there are so many pumpkins. There's actually this one house in particular that just has so many jack-o'-lanterns all over the yard. And as you follow like little Sam throughout this journey and it just gets, it gets insane. Like, cause, cause I really don't want to spoil, but, uh, but you know, I, I will say I watched it and I kept saying like, where's Brian Cox at? Cause he's supposed to be in this movie. Right. And, and then it occurred to me, he was the neighbor, but he looked so bad that I didn't recognize him. And, uh, he, he was, he was just so good in that role, the way he, he brought something to the film that I think the film needed. 
Um, and also the father, the name escapes me, but the father who's trying to get rid of the body is also really good. And uh, Anna Paquin's in it. And that storyline is also, it, it kind of starts off with these kind of cliches of the season and then kind of flips it on its head. Right. And, and kind of, and kind of like throws you for a loop on a few things. And, um, and yeah, I don't know. Like I, I really, it's just one of those movies. I mean, I know it's, I know we've never done an episode for a whole movie and, uh, we knew this one wouldn't be a super long episode, but I just feel like it's, um, it's one of those things where it still surprises me how many people don't know about this movie. So of doing this and kind of talking about it, you know, if, if, if any of you guys haven't watched it or have thoughts on it, let it, let us know because, uh, I think that, um, yeah, I think it's the ultimate, it is the, it is like the Christmas story, white Christmas, wonderful. It's a wonderful life to Christmas. This is, uh, the best Halloween movie. And I love Halloween. We talked about John Carpenter's original Halloween, uh, like we've said already, and that is a great Halloween movie to watch, but I don't know, man, this one just did bring something a little different to the table, something that's a little more fun and maybe not as terrifying in a way, because I mean, right. I think we both still agree. Halloween can hold some, some disturbing, you know, vibes to it. Right. And, and, and I also feel like, I also feel like Halloween, you know, it, the movie Halloween, like it can't be the ultimate Halloween movie. It just can't because you have like this, the past, you know, it happened like, uh, well, 42 years ago now, like you're talking about a movie that is completely ignorant of the past 42 years of like Halloween and trigger treating culture. You know what I mean? Like, so it just, it just can't capture the feeling, you know what I mean? It just, it, because it just came out so long ago, like it, it can't capture that kind of modern feeling of, of people trigger treating and all that shit. It's, it's, it's almost like it's a different movie. It's, it's, it's it's set on Halloween, obviously. And that makes it, you know, you know, really effective, but it just, uh, it doesn't hold the same kind of nostalgic weight as something like trick or treat does, or, or even, I mean, if I was making like a top 10 Halloween movies, like, I don't even know if, uh, I don't even know if the original Halloween would be on there. Like my list would be stuffed with, you know, things like uh, Halloween Town and probably Nightmare Before Christmas and, you know, things that really feel cozy. They feel, you know, they feel Halloween-y, you know? No, I agree. I, th- I think that there's a big difference in in a horror movie and a Halloween horror movie. Right. And and, and I agree with you. I, I want something to feel the season. I don't want... Cause you can watch it. You can watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre at any point in the year and it's going to be disturbing and it's going to be great, blah, blah, blah. But it's not going to like, if you watch it on Halloween, it just won't feel the same as if you were to watch a movie that has Halloween literally in its roots. Right. And I, I think that trick or treat is kind of like the, the, the movie to pass it on. Now don't get me wrong. Halloween was the ultimate Halloween movie. Probably. I mean, obviously all of the eighties, and probably all the nineties too. I mean, I can't think of, of like a, a more suitable, like vibe and ambiance and all of that to me personally. I mean, but trick or treat just did something that was just different. And, and, uh, and I just pulled up the synopsis because for anybody who hasn't seen it yet, if you're not sold on it, um, there's actually five stories. There's five interwoven stories that all occur on Halloween. 
Uh, everyday high school principal has a secret life as a serial killer. College virgin might have to, uh, I've just met a guy for, they just met a guy, a group of teenagers pull a mean prank. A woman who loathes the night has to contend with her holiday obsessed husband and a mean old man meets his match with a demonic supernatural trick-or-treater. I mean, if that synopsis in and of itself doesn't pull you in, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, got, that sounds crazy. It's got all the, it's got all the ingredients from all the different Halloween shit that you like. You know what I mean? It's got the, the cranky neighbor who doesn't like to celebrate Halloween and who's kind of, you know, visited on by a little demon to pay for his sin of not appreciating Halloween. You know, it's got the, you know, creepy serial killer guy. It's got vampires, it's got werewolves, it's got the, like, you know, the the whole, there's a little bit of a sexual element to it with the vampire storyline. The, there's the, uh, the, you know, people being mean to little kids, you know, little kids bullying each other, not little kids, but like, you know, teenagers like bullying each other and stuff. And, and, and um, I don't know, man, it's just, uh, it, it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's a, it's a movie full of signifiers. You know what I mean? And that, that I think is, can be really fun where it's just all a movie full of, uh, it's a fun house mirror of all the different uh, signifiers. And honestly, like I wish someone would make a Christmas movie like this. Like th- this is the kind of thing that really doesn't exist for Christmas movies. Like I would love for somebody to make kind of an anthology like this that has like a, you know, home alone, happy Christmas vibe. And it kind of has like a sad Christmas vibe. And then, you know, like, like has all the different things that are, that are fun about the holiday season, you you know, like that, that would be so cool to have a Christmas thing like that. But honestly, we're really lucky to have one for Halloween because it's, uh, yeah, this movie should be so much more well-known. And like, I don't even know if I would argue for its quality. I think it's a good movie, but like, that's almost like beside the point. It's like, no, 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 it's good, but that's, that's not even really why you watch it. You watch it because it's just, I don't, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's the, it's the perfect ideal. It's the platonic ideal of the Halloween movie, you know, like, uh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and if, and if all the horror fans out there, like if this isn't in your rotation because you haven't heard, it's not good. I mean, come on. We went over this in our horror movie sequel episode. Are a lot of those sequels even good, right. but still they continue to be watched. So yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say this is like the greatest Halloween movie or the greatest movie in general. I don't even know if the movie's great per se, but like you said, that doesn't matter right. because the movie doesn't have to be great. I will say, going back to the Christmas movie like that, you know, I would love a Christmas movie, but I want it to be a Christmas horror movie. This same director did a movie called Krampus and he wanted to make it dark and all that, but the studio kind of neutered him a bit and made it PG-13. It was all right. But my thing is, I would love to see a Christmas movie like this about Krampus done in the same anthology style, because I think we are sorely lacking on Christmas horror movies. But that's just my take. Christmas horror movies. You know, I'm going to be honest. I feel like that's uh, that almost that almost holds no interest to me. Like, really? Like, I mean, like it's if I heard it was good, I would obviously watch it and be like, oh, that's pretty good. But like. I don't know. I just, it's almost like uh, oil and water. Like I just have no different or I have no interest in like mixing the two. You know what I mean? I, I really can't even explain why it just feels like things that don't go well together, even though like I'm sure Krampus is probably pretty good. You know, let me pitch you on this idea. If Shane black, the great writer and loves Christmas was to write a Christmas movie where predator was Santa, would you watch it? 
where we're talking about the um, predator from the from the 80s movies yeah yeah that predator the um, one and only i mean yeah i'd probably watch it. <laughs> <laughs> well hopefully shane black's listening and we'll get that out asap because i love that idea um <laughs> But uh, no, yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I I don't I don't necessarily I don't love the Christmas horror genre, but I do like the idea of having having more because they, they always try to do it and it never really works. They've had they've tried to do it the last couple of years and it just doesn't work. Um, but either way, that's here nor there. Trick or treat, guys. If you haven't watched it, watch it. If you have seen it and has watched haven't watched it in a while, watch it again. Like. I have very few traditions, but watching Trick or Treat every Halloween has one that has existed since this movie came out. It's just, it embodies the season. It embodies the feeling, everything about it. It's just, it's perfect. And and you know what's even better is uh, the last few Halloweens, I've actually carved my pumpkin while watching it. So Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah, I feel like we have a lot of younger listeners and... Um, you know, some of you out there may already have like movies like this that like you kind of always watch every Halloween or that you always watch every Christmas, but a, it never hurts to, um, add another to the rotation. But I think some of you out there, you know, may not have movies like this where you, you kind of watch, um, them every year, you know? Um, I mean, I, I really didn't until trick or treat came out and, you know, Christmas movies, I didn't have a Christmas movie that I watched every year um, until, I don't know, maybe a few years ago. But for me now, it's like Elf is one of my one of my Christmas classics. Uh, but like, I, I feel that's um, I feel like that's one of I don't want to say it's like a really super important part of like being a cinephile. But it's also like, you know, we're entering a time when, you know, the, the ethos of this podcast cinema is dead. Act accordingly. You know what I mean? It's 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 not even worth kind of arguing over it's just kind of an undisputable fact it's cinema is a 20th century phenomenon and we're moving into different areas of content you know tv i don't know tiktok podcasts whatever that are becoming more important than you know good old-fashioned cinema and i feel like it's always nice to have you know to have a few you know uh, halloween or, or christmas themed holiday themed movies that you just kind of return to year after year. You know, if you're getting together with your family on Christmas Eve and you know, you're kind of like, I don't know, you're, you're, it's just after dinner or something, you know, you throw on elf, you know, I know that's, that's what I do with my family. And, you know, that's, um, I don't know, those kind of rituals are, I think important, especially because we live in a time in a country where, you know, we don't have a lot of those rituals, you know, like other cultures do. But I also think it's important to kind of center movies as part of your part of your cultural rituals. You know what I mean? It, it could be a really fun thing to to turn on a movie and kind of collectively watch it. And, you know, you can, you know, talk during it and like laugh at the funny parts. And, you know, that I, I feel like that shit is important to you know, not just kind of like a healthy cultural life, but also a healthy cinephilic life to have these kind of, you know, these traditions that you kind of um, go back to. And it it can be a lot of fun. It can be very rewarding and, and bring back a little bit of the social nature of watching movies, as opposed to just, you know, sitting down in front of your laptop and 
alone in a room with just the blue light keeping you company, you know, I don't know. It could be really kind of warm and really community making, which I think is important, you know, uh, not to be too. You know, no, ab- absolutely. I mean, no, I, I agree. I have introduced this movie to a few people over the years and, and introducing this movie to someone who has never seen it, watching it during Halloween. There's just something about it. Like, um, it's really like, it's, there's just something about people that all want to watch like Christmas movie uh, for Christmas, like you said with elf or, or this at Halloween, there's just something about it that, uh, not to sound corny. It's just, it makes it more meaningful right. at the end of the day. Right. Yeah, definitely. And if you're out there and you, you maybe you already have some, uh, maybe you already have some, uh, some rituals and you, you, some are some movies that you've already got in the chamber ready to, locked and loaded, ready to go for this Halloween season or even this Christmas season, feel free to reach out and uh, let us know. What are we missing? What are we, maybe we're missing some uh, secret Christmas classic that uh, or secret Halloween classic that uh, uh, we just don't know about. Hit us up in those, those comments or leave us a voicemail or whatever. Let us know because we're, we'd love to, uh, to honestly, I'd, I'd love to be introduced to more uh, movies like trick or treat that can, that can serve that same function, you know? No, same here. And, uh, and yeah. And, and also any, like, what is your ultimate Halloween movie? Like, do you agree with our take? Do you prefer the original Halloween is nightmare before Christmas, your ultimate Halloween movie? Like let us know as well. Cause I'm very curious because obviously, uh, everybody has different taste and, uh, and what they consider the ultimate movie for, for whatever season they want to celebrate. So, uh, let us know. Cause I'd be curious. Yeah. And I, but, um, that's one of those questions yeah. that can really like, cut behind a lot of you know like uh oh well my favorite movie is you know this really obscure thing or whatever like i feel like you really learn about a person if you if they're like yeah i don't know what to tell you my favorite movie is like halloween town my favorite my favorite halloween movie is a disney channel or original movie or something you know like i feel like that's that's often like a more personal selection than you know some of the other like more high-minded shit that we normally talk about on here you know yeah, and you know, I've got to tell you, um, I don't like Halloween Town. I'm sorry. Really? Yeah, I just don't like it. That's one of my, that's one of my go-tos, man. That's uh that's that takes me right back, man, to to you know being a kid and um yeah, I, I, I love that, man. It scratches all my nineties Halloween wishes, you know. Well, you know what really works for me is uh rewatching all the goosebumps with my with my nieces and nephews because they they're like at the age to get into that stuff and that's a lot of fun because I love goosebumps. Right. That was like my go-to when I was a kid. Yeah, man. So. I used to love goosebumps. Yeah. Goosebumps and uh those sitcom episodes and stuff and uh yeah, I feel like the barriers come down when you start talking about that shit because you're like, yeah, like I I, you know, I love this, this 75 long minute movie that has only been on the Disney channel, you know? No, absolutely. And those are the best, man, honestly, like those obscure little, like straight to video TV movies or whatever, like those, those are the best. I'll tell you this, like just a a Christmas movie that came out. I think it came out recently. Maybe it came out last year or something, but there's a Christmas movie with like Amelia Clark from game of Thrones. I don't even remember what it's called, but like, she's like, uh, she's like works as like a Santa's elf in like a, a, a toy store or something. And uh, I don't even know the plot. It's like, I guess it's a love story or something. I don't even really realize what the plot is, but like, I remember I saw like a trailer for it and I was like, Oh, like, I know I'm going to like that. Like that is, that is like, I'm going to watch that on like, in like 
on like December 12th and be like, fuck yeah, dude, this, this feels like a Christmas movie. So I feel like there's, when it comes to these kind of movies that we're talking about, there's no accounting for taste, you know, it's just whatever gives you that little nice warm feeling, you know? There's a big chance the listeners aren't going to hear any of that. Cause I'm going to edit it all out. Um, oh. No idea why you just brought up last Christmas. Um, right. Oh, last what is Christmas. going on? What? Uh, I had to look it up because I because I remember seeing the trailer for it, thinking, "Why God? Why?" So um... <laughs> that's what I'm saying. There's no accounting for taste. You know what I mean? Like I haven't even seen it. I just it's the type of thing that I watched. I see I saw the trailer and I was like, "I know I'm gonna like that." Like that that is exactly the kind of cheesy Christmas movie that's gonna be right up my alley. You know? You know somebody's gonna have cancer or some shit. Okay, like okay. that's just that if movie. That, if that happens, and if it's some kind of death, illness, cancer shit, then no, it's like I'm out. But you know what? I'm just gonna have to fucking watch it and I'll report back. That that's all. That's the only way. We're gonna yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Because dude, somebody's got to be sick or something's got to be going on. I don't know, dude. But I can't believe you just sullied our trick or treat episode with last Christmas. Um, <laughs> I'm stunned. Is it an example? Right? There's no accounting for taste. Is my point. I haven't even seen the fucking movie. Uh, I'm shook. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, guys, we we hope you enjoyed that. We just kind of wanted to give you a fun little episode about about trick or treat because we love it. And honestly, I think I can speak for both of us. We're, we're doing a top 10 horror movies uh, later this month, and we exchange as our list, and neither one of us had this on there. And I think it's because, you know, we kind of talked about it off pod, but both of us just feel it's a great Halloween movie. It's the ultimate Halloween movie. But I mean, it's not just a movie you put on a top 10 list. Yeah. Like, you can't... It, it's, it's, it's bigger than that. Right. I mean... So that's why we kind of wanted to do its own episode. Yeah, it's like bigger. It's, I feel like it's both bigger and smaller because when I'm thinking of like top 10 horror, I'm thinking of, you know, some real giants of the genre, you know, and I'm thinking like trick or treat is just like, no, it's 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 different in kind. It's it's a small little horror Halloween anthology that's like perfect in its own way. Like, I don't I don't want to sully it by being like it's the eighth greatest horror movie of all time, you know, like it. It just doesn't feel right. It's not, not that kind of movie, you know? No, absolutely. And, and yeah, that's why we kind of wanted to do this for you guys. So like I said, make sure you let us know what your ultimate Halloween movie is. Like Jacob said, let us know what you're watching, what really gives you that seasonal charge. And, um, yeah, you got anything to add before we wrap this up, Jacob? No, man, I've got to, I've got to go plug in my seasonal charge. So yeah, we should probably wrap this up. Okay, guys, thanks for listening and uh, visiting the Silver Scream video. We have a lot more scary movie stuff coming at you later on this month. And uh, you know how to get a hold of us. Instagram, Twitter, reach out, let us know. Also, give us some feedback on our non-Halloween related first guest episode with Kate Raff. We were really happy to have her and glad to get a guest episode out. We got a few more in the pipeline. So, guys, let us know. And uh, in the meantime, watch scary movies. Enjoy the season. It'll be over before we know it. And thanks for stopping by the Silver Scream video. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Silver Screen Video. My name is Jacob. I'm here with my co-host, Jonathan. What's up, John? Not much. Your co-host is now going to suggest we start over and you get the name of our podcast right.
What did I say? Silver screen video. Oh, God damn it. <laughs>